Hey, everybody. Grab your Bible, pencil, journal, and even a cup of coffee and join in on the conversation. But first, I would like for you to write this down. James 4, verse 17. Therefore, to one who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to him it is sin. Hey everyone, welcome back to Write This Down with Dot Bowen. My name is Kara and I'm Dot's daughter. And every week, as you know, we sit down together and we talk through truths and scripture. And this episode is an interesting one. We, my mom and I continue a conversation that we started a couple days ago while we were having coffee one morning. And we open the topic of sin and what is sin. And I'm not going to lie, it might raise more questions than answers, but it is a really great conversation. And I felt like it was honestly really helpful for me. So I hope it is helpful for you. And if you do have questions or comments, you can email us in the email that's provided in the description at hello at .bowen.com. So grab a chair and pull up and listen in to our conversation. Hello, everybody. Hey, Kara. Hey, Mom. We are going to uh, finish our conversation. You didn't know this, did you? So as the listeners will probably hear me laughing as soon as we started this, because I obviously did not know what we were going to be talking about. And as you read the verse, I know what we're <laughs> talking about. And right. to, let the, to let the listeners in on a little conversation. And tell me if I'm wrong, Mom. But a couple days ago, I was home. I was in Atlanta at your house. And every time I'm home, we have, for the listeners, we, my mom and I have coffee every morning together. We wake up extra early with from whatever we have to do that day and have like an hour where we just like sit and chat and have coffee together. And it's one of my favorite things that we do when I come home. But this particular morning, a couple mornings ago, you and I get into a conversation mm-hmm. that I have a feeling we are about to finish mm-hmm. right now because That's we right. were discussing some things. And as we were discussing, I had this moment and I thought, wait, let's record this. Let's make an episode out of this conversation. And I was totally kidding. So I'm yep. laughing because here, here we, we are. are. I have a, I have a feeling we are. you guys are about to hear a very raw <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And it really is. And one of the things uh, about us talking about this, Kara, is because I couldn't believe that I had felt so much as a mom. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, how does she not know this? And so, okay, I so will, should we, should we no, tell them? Not what yet. Okay. No, okay, not yet. Okay. So, for several years ago, I just had this desire to really go slower and not just stand up and teach about something, but to really pray and make sure that what I was saying was clear. And that the Holy Spirit would be able to open the um, heart of whoever's listening and not assume that just because they're in church that they understand that. So when we Mm -hmm. were talking the other day and we were talking about what is sin, I was like thinking, you know, I just assume you knew this. Well, I know what sin is. And and if you, what I would say sin is, is... Sin separates us from God. That's Mm -hmm. the bottom line. Like sin is what separates us from God. Well, that is true. But there there is a difference between sin, the um, power of sin that Jesus did destroy at the cross, 
There is also the nature of sin, and then there's also sense. So the sin nature, uh, when we were born and we're lost, there comes a time in our lives when we really know what right or wrong is. In other words, it's very early. Some uh, children learn this at a very young age, and they're very selfish. You find it very difficult to have to teach a child how to be selfish. Normally, a child is extremely selfish, and it's mine, and I don't want to share my toys and stuff. And so, as we have talked about, Romans 6 so often talks about how shall we continue in sin since grace has abound and that the power of sin has been destroyed because Jesus has done away with the power of sin. And that doesn't mean that we don't sin. It just means that we have the power by the Holy Spirit because we are his child and he's given us the power within us to not sin. So there are some uh, deeper theological teachings on sin. But yes, sin does separate us from God. But what are the sins? And often, Kara is what we were talking about. Often we think of sins as murder and stealing and gossiping. And all of those things are sins. But as we were discussing the other day, we were talking about sin and how sin does separate us from God. But there's also a little bit more that we went into, and we started talking about Eve, Adam and Eve, and that when Eve started desiring, and she was looking at what was forbidden, the forbidden fruit, I said, and I think I've said this on the podcast, and actually asked you if you was remembering our <laughs> podcast, uh, that when Eve started desiring something that God had forbidden, she was already putting herself in a position to be tempted beyond she was have the capacity to control, but well, it was also sin. So part of what we were kind of going into the other morning is I think there are things that are very clear and obvious that are sin. And it's, you know, like you said, the murder or adultery or lying, lying or gossip, you know, those kind of things. But there are things that are a little bit like the object may not be sin. So the apple in and of itself was not sin. It was an apple. I mean, I don't know. We don't know if it was like an literal apple, but just for the sake of the fruit. this. <laughs> yeah. And so we were talking about a relationship. And in this particular relationship, the it was a guy and a girl. And the guy is not a bad guy. It was not, he is not a guy that was, it's not a situation where it was an obvious, like, oh, like, you know, this guy, he's a believer. He loves the Lord. He's, you know, a nice guy. There's nothing that would be like... An obvious reason they shouldn't be together. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So I think those are the things that and when this conversation was starting to happen, it was you had said that wanting the fruit or wanting to be with this guy was a sin. And I pushed back and I said, wait, so the fact that you know, that person wants to be with a guy or Eve wanting the fruit, like that's a sin, like that's a sin that they desire that. And you wanted to discuss, you know, discuss <laughs> how that, you know, what we desire sometimes, you know, is a human desire. We have human desires, human wants and human dreams and stuff like that. And what I was talking about 
is when you want something that God has forbidden, it is a sin. And with this particular situation that we we're talking about, we all agree that the guy wasn't isn't a bad guy, and the girl isn't a bad girl. Uh, this is a great couple. But together, they knew that at this, this moment, they should not be together. And right. that was very obvious because they had been praying about it. Right. And, and But you had said that her desiring to be with him was a sin. Mm-hmm. And that's where I still am like, well, you can't, like, can you help your desire? You know, like that, you well, can't you, help your desires, can you? Well, you can. Yes, you can. I mean, that would be saying, well, I really desire to go murder someone. Well, you can change your desire. You can have God to change your desire. Um, You can say, well, I have a desire to go and cheat on my test. Well, no, you can yeah, change okay, that desire. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess oh, that's what that. I thought. So, <laughs> but what you're what you were trying to say is wanting something and desiring something isn't wrong. That's just natural. A lot of times we stuff what we want, we stuff what we desire, mm-hmm. and we act like if we really want something, it must be a sin. And I was trying to distinguish between the fact that it's only if you know for sure that God has forbidden us. And in this particular situation, they had prayed about it, and they knew at this time that they shouldn't be together. So as as we're reading in James 4, 17, it says, To him who knows to do the right thing and doesn't do it, to them it is sin. And then he goes on about use misuse of money, like don't cheat people. He talks about, also in James 4, he talks about don't speak against uh, someone, don't gossip. So he's talking about Definitely things that you're doing, activity. It's not just the heart. It is things that you're doing that he calls sin. But then he says, therefore, like, don't do those kind of things. Therefore, kind of like summing it all up, to him who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to them it is sin. So there are some things that we do, as we were talking about before, that talking about someone, gossiping, murdering, uh, cheating someone, All of those things are sins because we do know that God has said not to do that. But it's very important that when we start thinking about some things, we think about, oh, I don't do those things. You know, I've never stole from someone or, you know, well, okay, I might gossip and I can, you know, repent about that. But but I want to say that in Romans, it it goes to a a little bit deeper because Paul says, Anything that's done that you don't use faith, anything that is without faith is sin. So now we're really steeping into something else. Like if I'm not trusting God, that's a sin. And a lot of times because of Christians, we just so wink at sin. We just so pretend that we are just better than what we really are. Now, we don't want to sit around and live in condemnation. I'm not saying that. But to be able to say, oh, I'm such a good person or I'm, you know, I don't really, well, at least I'm not like them. Or we start judging ourselves and comparing ourselves. I think we can look at the scripture and we can read James and James is like, wait, if you're not doing something you know to do, and that means a lot. Like if I'm supposed to go help my neighbor and I'm not doing it, if God's put someone on my heart to pray for and I don't do it, that's a sin. And if I don't trust God and I'm not trusting God with my future and I don't believe God, I don't believe His Word, that's a sin. And so I think that that's where, like, 
to really define it a little bit, to kind of bring it back down to reality, is that, you know. So where's the line of knowing what we should do and not do it and it being a sin? So is it, I know I should go work out today and I don't? Is that a sin? You know what I'm saying? Like where... And I don't think that it is. I'm just saying, like, how do we know and how can we discern that level of obedience? Because that's obe- it's obedience, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Correct. Like, the, ultimately, sin is disobedience. The difference right? is if you want to work out because you feel better and you think you'll be healthy and you don't work out, that's not a sin. Like, I should work out because I'd really be helpful. But if God has really placed on your heart that you're not taking care of your body and that you're not eating correctly. And you know that this is something that God has really put on your heart. You've prayed about it. And you feel like God is like saying, as he talks to me, sugar pie, you need to eat better. You need to take care of the body. You need so that you will feel better So because you've got so much more I want to do through you. And I know that it's best for me to take care of my body because I want to feel good to do what God's called me to do. So if I don't go and take care of myself and I don't exercise, it would be a sin because of the motivation and why I'm doing it. And if I'm doing it because I've prayed about it and I feel like it's what God has uh, put on my heart to do, then I should do it. Uh, That's very true for my eating. I love Krispy Kreme. I love Krispy Kremes. I desire Krispy Kreme, Kara. And I know that I'm pre-diabetic. I can't, you know, doctor has said you have to be very careful. And I look at my life and I think, you know, God, I think there's so much more you want from me. I think that there's so much more you want to do through me. For me not to take care of my body, mm-hmm. then I do believe knowing that God is place that on my heart, I do believe that that mm. would be a sin. Now, now if I go to Weight Watchers and the lady tells me to, I better eat better, and I don't, I don't feel like I'm sinning. <laughs> right. But if God has put that on my heart, then yes. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So it just is, it's one of those moments where we really sin a lot more than I think we probably realize. <laughs> Or maybe I do. We all do. Yes, that's the whole point I'm trying to say, is that we so often just think, oh, I'm just, what's wrong with me? I don't feel close to God, or I don't have a hard time with my uh, intimacy with God. I would say, check your heart, check your motivations, and see if you are sinning, God. Yeah, like it's not those big things like, okay, well, I'm not murdering anyone, or I'm not slandering anyone, or I'm not lying about, you know, whatever, you know, like we kind of do those big check boxes, Mm -hmm. but looking at those little things that can creep in that are not little, but it's, am I really being obedient to what God has asked me to do? Whether that's, I mean, one thing that you had said the other morning was prayer, like Mm -hmm. that if we don't pray, that's a sin. Mm -hmm. Because God tells us to pray. We don't think of it like that. I don't Mm-mm. think of it like that. Like, I just think like, oh, I need to pray more. Or I want to pray more. Or, you know, we, I just think that for me, and I don't want to speak obviously for the rest of the audience, but for me, it just hits a little bit 
deeper to think like, oh, I'm sinning. <laughs> yeah. And not because I I just it's I just think it's one of those things where when I'm really thinking about it, that makes sense to me. But I don't sit around. Obviously, we don't. The point of us having this conversation is not to so we sit around and realize how sinful we are and beat ourselves up. But but for me, it's a challenge and an encouragement to maybe be a little bit more in check about some things, you mm-hmm. know, like and maybe not desiring these, you know, because I don't sit around desiring these things that are so obviously sin, but these small moments of unbelief that creep mm-hmm. in or these small moments of not seeking God or not praying or not believing Him, remembering that sin, not to condemn, but to confess and repent as best I can. Absolutely. And just to acknowledge that, God, I guess, you know, you're asking me to do, and you name it, name it, we can say prayer. God, you've said, you know, we should pray consistently without ceasing. Do I? And then what that means is you're not on your knees 24-7, but it's you're mm-hmm. always having a a mindset about God, of having a conversation, of being aware of His presence, you know, that we should always do that. And I think mm-hmm. that, Kara, for me, is that it took a long time. But all of a sudden, I would hear so much about being free. We talk about uh, Jesus came to set us free. And I saw often so many sermons and so many books about being free, being free. And of course, Jesus died to set us free from the power of sin. And He has given us the power to choose what is the right thing to do. But as I began to realize is that obedience and holiness is one of the things that is so precious to God. And if we were to seek holiness and to live the life that God has asked us to live, we will be free. And that mm-hmm. we're never going to be free until we're living a life that's holy, not perfection, right. not perfection, but at least saying, God, if I'm struggling with some things of trust in you, if I struggle with some intimacy with you, if I struggle feeling like you don't love me or you've abandoned me, is there something in my life that I'm not doing that you've kind of told me I should do, but I haven't. I see this Mm -hmm. so often in relationships where the relationship is not going very well. The relationship's not right. And I'm not talking about if you're married. Mm -hmm. Friendships, in-laws, dating relationships, neighbors and stuff. And so often it's going, you know, badly. And we often say, well, I'm not going to put up with them. And we had the whole thing last week on Mm -hmm. boundaries. And and really and truly, I think we have to sometimes check our heart and say, God, am I uh, refusing to do, like, forgive? Mm -hmm. Am I refusing to do that? And if I am, because you've told me to forgive, then I'm sinning. And Mm -hmm. no one around here talks about that very much. They talk about, uh, you know, well, I just have a weak moment. Well, I'm just struggling with my faith. Well, that's sin. mm -hmm. I'm not saying that a struggle is sin, but I am saying that if you know what to do, it's what James says. I don't write Mm -hmm. this. I just teach it. And he (laughs) said, if you know what to do and you don't do it, it is a sin. 
Mm-hmm. And that means forgiveness. That means loving people. That means, you know. Yeah. And I think I mentioned this last week when we talked about boundaries and we talked about forgiveness a little bit. It's not that, oh, I have to forgive in this moment or I have to like love them in this moment um, because sometimes that's a process, but it's this my heart is open to loving, my heart is open to forgiving, or my heart is open to God getting me to the place to want to forgive, even if I'm not wanting to forgive. Or, you know, like it's, and I think too, it goes back to what we were saying, what I said at the beginning of sin separates us from God. And so it's like, anyway, I'm having this like full circle moment of it does separate us from God. Mm-hmm. So that's why if you're not feeling this intimacy with him, you know, is there, and sometimes God is silent. So I think those are different things. I think when we're not doing what we know God wants us to do, the sin is that is what is separating us. It's mm-hmm. that, those moments. And I, and I think, I mean, I know, you know, Thanksgiving is tomorrow mm-hmm. and being so grateful that grace abounds. You know, mm-hmm. there's no condemnation in this. God knows He's not expecting us to get it together or stop sinning or stop desiring these things. But it's just this constant work of repenting of our yeah. sin, you know, and being aware. The thing, Kara, I've learned and and just through all these years, and I wish I'd learned it earlier, but I didn't. What I have learned is to call sin, sin. And mm-hmm. when I get down on my knees and I start to pray and I feel so distanced from God, I ask God, God, is there something that's separating you? Is there something that I don't know is wrong that I'm not doing? God is very quick to tell me and come to my mind, you know, some things, an attitude or unforgiving spirit or not trusting Him. He's easy to be able to say to you, sweetheart, sugar pie, you know, you need to love this person. You need to forgive this person. You don't know why this person's done what he's doing. Mm-hmm. They're doing. Or you need to trust me in this situation. And you need to trust or, me in right. this situation. And so I've asked God so often just to allow me to call sin, sin. And when I acknowledge that, that it's sin, I feel like I'm now in an agreement with God. I feel Mm -hmm. that verse where it says, you know, pray according to my will. I will hear you. Uh, Draw near to God and God will draw near to you. And if I sit there and justify my attitude or justify why I haven't done anything, well, God, I've been meaning to spend more time in prayer today, but I didn't get up earlier or I didn't feel better or, you know, and those are, you know, things that, you know, you don't have to be perfect. And if you don't get up every morning and have four hours, you know, in prayer, it doesn't mean that's not a sin. But I think you know what I'm talking about. And I think who's listening knows. Yeah. And I think, and just in case, I think it's the the posture of I'm not going to pray mm-hmm. or this posture. I don't of, want to. Yeah. I don't want to pray. And yeah, I think that I think that's what you mean, am I yes. right? It's yes. not, um, and I want to repeat it. Legal, I, it's not this legalistic thing of you know pray, but it's it's your heart. It's not your action yeah. as much. And and I want you to write this down because this is essential. Anything that I desire that has been forbidden by God, or I know that God has said no to, it's a sin. And so if that is something I'm desiring to do, something, an attitude that I'm desiring to hold on to, 
if there's some lack of doing something that I know I should do it, but I desire not to do it. What if we're not sure if we should do it or not? You know, what if it's something that we don't know? Then I don't think that's a sin. It says, to him who knows to do what is right and doesn't do it. I didn't grow up in a family that, you know, talked about the Bible. I didn't know a lot about the Bible. But God has put in our hearts. We have we have that conscience. We had, uh, like I said earlier, you don't teach a child to be selfish. And, and so when we're self-centered, when it's just all about us and we're wanting everybody to pay attention to us and, and we find ourselves cutting other people down to make ourselves feel better, when you, we get into that mentality, we know that that's wrong. And so instead of just justifying it, instead of calling it a blind spot or although that's just something I struggle with, you know, just call it sin. And I have seen God just literally just enter into the presence of my praying. I have felt His presence. I've felt His forgiveness. I have felt His grace and kindness just when I would get on my knees and say, God, I know that today I was supposed to call so-and-so, and I didn't. And Father, I just call that sin. I should have done it because I knew you had told me to do it. And it's not like, oh, it's just a thought that goes into your head. I'm talking about that. You just know in your gut there's yeah. just this. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it helps us when we have this, I guess, awareness of our sin and not, and again, I keep saying this, but not like in a condemning way. I think it does help us walk in a posture of humility and grace towards other people because instead of focusing so much on the sins or wrongs of other people, we're also very aware of our own. You yeah. know, it's, I was Humbling. just saying that while we've talked, yeah, while we're talking about this, it's that I don't know where it is in the gospels, but talking about don't like deal with the log in your own eye, mm-hmm. not the speck in your brother's eye. And I think that doesn't mean that we, I'm, you know, there are moments that we can call out things and people that are close to us where we yeah. have that place um, that, you know, like how you and I have in our relationship and that sort of thing. But I'm talking about, and how we live life with around other people. And I think well, that verse we, is talking about judgmental, being judgmental. It's not right. Like, and you're not going to yeah. see what someone else is going through right. if you don't well, see what, your own. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think if we, if we kept this in mind and like, I'm just, it's enough work to have to be mindful of where my heart's at, let mm-hmm. alone someone, someone else's. else's. So mm-hmm. I think when we keep this in the back of our mind, it helps us to walk in humility. I think it helps us to walk in grace. I think it helps us also, more importantly, to be mindful of our own sins so that we can draw closer to God. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole key. I think that when we begin to see that sin hurts us, sin destroys us, it doesn't change God. It may break his heart. It doesn't change God. God's still holy. God's still perfect. God is still everything. But when we begin to realize, hey, if I don't do what God's asked me to do, and if I'm not living like God has called me to live, if I don't call out in my own life what is sin, but excuse it, I'm never living up to the fulfillment, to the person that God created me to be to the person that God died for me to be. And so I have just known from experience that when I began to 
to really be honest with God and say, God, that's sin. God, that is wrong. I should never should have acted that way. I should have never felt that way. And I'm not going to excuse it. I'm just going to ask you to forgive me. I can't explain it, Kara, but the Holy Spirit in me just begins to love on me, not condemn me. Mm-hmm. And I begin to to feel God's pleasure. I begin to mm-hmm. feel His presence. And I and sometimes I just sit there and cry, not because mm-hmm. of the sin, even though I'm, I am very sad that you know I've done or felt certain things or have not done things that I knew that I should do. But I start to cry because I feel God's forgiveness. Mm-hmm. When I think that's a good like rule of thumb is if you feel condemned and you don't feel God's love, like that is that is not from the Lord Mm-mm. ever. Doesn't yeah. matter what it is. Mm-mm. And so as we begin to to really understand what sin is, sin is anything that's done without faith is sin. Mm-hmm. When I and I think we, you know, to wrap it up. I feel like to use your words, it goes back to writing it down and taking it to God and say, God, is mm-hmm. this a sin? Because mm-hmm. maybe it's not, you know, maybe yeah. God was like, I didn't say that, you know, like I wasn't, mm-hmm. I didn't call you to do that or I didn't tell you to do that or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think it taking it to God and say like, God, what was it a sin that I didn't call that person today, even though it got put on my heart or is that just a moment? You know what I mean? That, mm-hmm. you know, they just came to my mind or whatever it is, but I think, yeah, it's not every single thought that comes into your mind or, but it's these things of, you know that God, and like you said earlier, God will make it clear. And so Mm -hmm. I think take it, write it down, take it to God and say, God, is this a sin? Or, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's not. And then too, I've said this, God, show me what a sin is. Show me when I am past the line of, you know, it's not wise but now it's become a sin. You know, Hebrew says, you know, to lay aside all the weight that so easily, you know, keeps you from running the race and the sin that keeps you from running the race. And so sometimes we feel heavy about something, but it's not necessarily a sin. But if you go and ask God, God is more than willing, trust me. If there's one thing I feel like I know something about, that is going to God and saying, God, is this a sin? God, is this separating us? Is this something that's going on in my heart that I didn't realize is really now more of a sin than just bad judgment? And just uh, begin to pray. And when you do, Kara, the sweetest moments with Jesus is words that I cannot describe. Maybe, you know, I'm like Paul, the greatest sinner of all. But I can say this, that I would rather feel God's presence, knowing that He's forgiven me, than to feel good about myself, because I think I've done the right thing. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you could be a part of our conversation. To continue the conversation, you can find Dot on social media at Dot Bowen, or visit her website, DotBowen.com. Subscribe, like, and share with your friends, and we will see you next week on Write This Down with Dot Bowen.